where about 200 shots were fired. I'm Nick Ainelli. A newborn dies after help was sent to the wrong address. I'm Neil Augenstein. Residents in part of the area brace for a rent spike. I'm John Aaron. Good morning. It's 8 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. There's a deal for two airlines to become one. For all the things that you've been looking forward to getting back to, we've got a plane for that. JetBlue and Spirit announced a $3.8 billion agreement this morning. Correspondent Linda Kenyon has the details. If approved by federal regulators, the merge would create the nation's fifth largest airline with a combined fleet of 458 aircraft. Spirit and JetBlue will continue to operate independently until the transaction is complete. The deal announced a day after Frontier and Spirit called off their merger. We're about to get a better read on whether the country's headed into a recession. The government releases GDP data in half an hour. Finances have already gotten tight for this shopper in Boston. Well, we're not buying anything extra. We're buying only what we need to provide the meals that we allot for. Yesterday, the Fed raised interest rates three quarters of a percentage point. A swing senator has done it about face, reaching an agreement with Democratic leader Chuck Schumer on a bill to reduce inflation, lower prescription drug costs, and fight climate change. Correspondent Nancy Cordes. Two weeks after walking away from a climate deal, West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin embraced one last night with a compromise dubbed the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. The centerpiece, about $370 billion worth of clean energy tax incentives and grants, including $7,500 tax credits for many Americans who buy electric cars. Republicans oppose the measure. There are new ecological concerns in the Southwest. CBS's Jim Crisula. It's a hidden environmental menace. New aerial surveys show that massive amounts of methane are venting into the atmosphere from oil and gas operations across the Permian Basin of West Texas and southeastern New Mexico. The emissions will make it harder to meet U.S. targets for curbing climate change. They're still baking in oppressive heat in the Pacific Northwest. Meteorologist Craig Allen is with our affiliate WCBS. The heat index in some of these areas may be a couple degrees higher, but this is not so much about the humidity as it is about the extreme heat baking the area with temperatures above the triple digit level. His agent says a 1950s and 60s TV star has died. Leave it to Beaver. Tony Dow played the Beaves' big brother. What's this, Wally? Hey, that's an official scout compass. I don't know exactly how it works, but when you start out somewhere, it's supposed to tell you which way you're going. Dow was 77, suffering from a recurrence of cancer. A post on the actor's Facebook page denounced his death prematurely on Tuesday. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803 here on your Thursday morning. It's the 28th of July. Cloudy and 77 at the moment. We're headed to near 92. Good morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following this hour and happening right now. Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder is set to testify before the powerful House Oversight and Reform Committee. He will be doing so virtually and privately. The committee's investigating allegations of sexual harassment and workplace misconduct at the team. Snyder has been accused of allowing a toxic culture to develop, one that glorified drinking and objectified women. 
A committee spokesperson says Snyder has committed to providing full and complete testimony and will answer all of the committee's questions. The committee can decide if and when information from the deposition is released. D.C. police this morning are trying to determine if there's a link between two crime scenes where a combined 180 shots were fired. The scenes are just a couple miles apart in southeast, and at each scene, police found about 90 shell casings scattered around. So is there a connection between the two shootings? D.C. Police Commander John Branch. That is a possibility we're looking into. Um, we don't have any information at this point that will lead us to that. But, of course, we are keeping all of our um, options open. In one of the shootings, a man was killed. Two others were injured in the Washington Highlands neighborhood. And in the other shooting, a pregnant woman was shot and injured. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Another mistake by DC 911. And now a one-day-old baby is dead. For the second time in three months, the emergency crews were sent to the wrong address. The parents woke up to find their one-day-old girl not breathing. They called 911 and said they lived on Savannah Terrace Southeast, but the call taker sent crews to Savannah Street Southeast. Eight minutes into the 911 call, while the call taker was giving the mother CPR instructions, that call taker realized they messed up the address and they tried to correct it, but didn't put it into the computer system in a way that would show an address change. Safety at Dave Statter says responding EMS crews realized the dispatch error, but it was 10 minutes after the first 911 call that a medic arrived. It's a situation where seconds count and mistakes like these cost minutes. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. An audit last fall exposed widespread problems in the city's 911 system, among them that the agency does not meet national standards for getting help to callers promptly. Prices could be increasing for some local renters because legislation that would impose a rent increase cap has been stalled. The measure would have kept landlords from raising rents more than 4.4% for another six months in Montgomery County. But property manager Sid Menkes told council members landlords are dealing with higher expenses. The property taxes went up, homeowners and condominium fees went up, property insurance, repair costs, costs of replacing appliances and Montgomery County rental license fees are all going up. Resident Kimberly Johnson said, I know the road to a solution of the affordable housing issue is complicated but if the government cannot help people meet its most essential needs, then what is the point of the government? The vote on the measure wound up coming off the agenda, and now it won't happen until September. John Aaron, WTOP News. The county has restarted its COVID rent relief program where renters who have experienced a financial hardship related to the pandemic can apply to receive funds. One of Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's senior aides is moving to the governor's political operation. The transfer of Matt Moran took place just six months into Yunkin's term, as rumors fly that Yunkin's considering running for president. Moran is now the executive director of Yunkin's Political Action Committee and is running a nonprofit that Yunkin formed to push his political goals. Up ahead here on WTOP, our national security correspondent, J.J. Green, and the status of fighting in Ukraine. It's 807. Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. Here's Andy Beeman, Senior Vice President of Strategic Innovation for Citizen Services at Maximus on how AI, machine learning, and robotic process automation can deliver value on a small scale. We have machines that can do things human beings can. They do it for pennies per minute. The humans are dollars per minute. So right there is your value proposition of why you need to explore and investigate. Because for every minute that you move over to a digital assistant, you're unlocking value 
in your operations. At Maximus, we are focused on the future of federal government. We deliver mission-driven innovation at 